0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Christadelphian events, and thank you for joining us today. Now, our talk today is not only we feel very interesting, but is something that is spoken about extensively in God's Word, the Bible. Today's talk is entitled God's Kingdom on Earth, and our speaker today is Michael Owen. When When you look at the world, um, the situation in the world at large today, I, I hope you'll agree that there needs to be a drastic change. And it needs to be a drastic change so that peace, righteousness and justice might prevail and God has promised to send the Lord Jesus Christ back to the earth to make this happen. Well, as you listen to our speaker, Michael Owen, this afternoon, you will find he is very clear on this matter. And he quotes a number of passages of scripture, which we feel are very easy to understand. Now, if you haven't uh, tuned in before, this live stream is part of an initiative that is arranged by Christadelphianvideo.org. To help us to all understand more about the message of the Bible. And that message reveals God's plan and purpose with this earth upon which we live. Well, before we uh, watch today's class, we're going to uh, have a word of prayer to ask God's blessing upon this meeting. So uh, if you'll bow your heads, I'll just offer a quick word of prayer. Lord God, creator of the heavens and the earth and everything that exists, we desire to approach you in prayer to thank you for the opportunity we have this day to read from your word, which is truth, regarding the wonderful promises that you have given about the creation of your kingdom on the earth at the return of your son and our Saviour, the Lord Jesus Christ. Please, Heavenly Father, give us receptive hearts and minds that those things we learn this day might help us in our understanding of your great plan and purpose with this earth and with us upon which we live. Please hear our prayer and we offer it to you in the name of our Saviour, even the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, um, as we've already mentioned, our speaker today is Michael Owen, and he's going to talk on God's kingdom on earth. And uh, we would encourage you really to have your Bibles at hand, to be ready to open your Bibles and to read the passages that Michael quotes from, to take notes and to write down any questions that you may have to ask us at the end of his talk. So if you'll um, just give us a moment, I'm going to hand over and we'll begin the video.
1: Hello, I'm going to be talking to you about a subject that affects us all. And that's because we all want the world to be a better place. Despite all the advances in science and technology, we can hardly say the outlook for the future on life, of life on Earth is particularly rosy. The world's population continues to rise, putting huge pressure on the resources of the world. There's still millions who struggle to feed their families and millions who don't have clean water. The pandemic has reminded us how easily infections can spread resulting in millions of deaths. The environment is so stressed that serious thinkers are calling for a fundamental change in our way of life before we destroy the planet. Well, Christadelphians believe that the earth will not be destroyed, for us, the key to understanding the past, present and future is the Bible. And in this book, we can learn about God, what his purpose is, how it is to be achieved, and even when it will be achieved. All else is speculation and opinion. This alone is the word of God. So what does the Bible tell us about why we are here and where we are going? It tells us that we are here because God, when he created the world, created us to be like him. We read in Genesis chapter one that God said, let us make man in our image. What does that mean? God is a God of love, of truth, of justice, of mercy. He's made us so that all those characteristics can find expression in us. These qualities are referred to as the glory of God. The Bible tells us it's God's intention to fill the whole earth with his glory as the waters cover the sea. How different the world will be, where there is love, truth, justice, mercy, everywhere. And that's the essence of the kingdom of God. And that's why this talk is entitled, The Kingdom of God on Earth. The fact of the matter is, of course, that we're not living on earth as God intended. And in the process, we're wrecking the earth. Uh, the earth that we depend on for the resources to sustain life. And, and, And in the process, too, we're creating untold human misery by our policies. But throughout human history, God has given assurance and hope to all who listen to his word, who trust him, who recognize the need for change. God promises that faithful people, turn to him in love and obedience, will one day live on this earth filled only with blessings. In other words, live in the kingdom of God. That was the promise to God's people, Israel, uh, long ago. God had promised the patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, that their descendants would be given the land where they could live by his laws and be a witness to the other nations. Their example, of faithful living was to draw all nations to God, that they too might be blessed. In time, the nation became a kingdom uh, and their second and, and most loved and most famous king called David was promised by God that he would have a descendant who would reign over his kingdom forever well, his immediate descendant was Solomon, and he wasn't the one, and he certainly didn't live forever. So it's it's clearly talking about something in the future. And in fact, the kingdom of Israel, uh, over a period of time after uh, the time of David, declined, it it had some good kings and bad kings, and in the end, it was conquered by foreign powers and its people sent into exile. But still, the promise of the restoration of the kingdom remained. And after a period of time, the people who'd gone into exile returned to Israel, and they were there under the Romans in the time of Jesus. And still, the hope was alive that the kingdom would be restored. During his life and ministry, Jesus taught the gospel of the kingdom of God. He told his disciples to pray your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Blessed are the meek, he said, for they shall inherit the earth. The message of Jesus was that the kingdom of God was not simply an opportunity for political dominance by Israel was meant to be a way of giving moral leadership to the world. Sin needed to be tackled. What is sin? Well, sin is turning our backs on God's laws to think and do what is to do with self-interest. Without turning away from selfish behavior, there can't be a kingdom based on the character of God, that character of love, of truth, of justice, and of mercy. Jesus showed that character both in himself, and he taught the virtues of it to his disciples. But as we know, it cost him his life. In his death on the cross, he he vividly demonstrates to us the consequences of sin. But because he did not himself sin, God raised him from the death, from death to life. As he hung on the cross, the thief beside him said, Lord, remember me when you come in your kingdom. This man understood that the crucifixion of Jesus was not the end, that Jesus would rise again to come in his kingdom, that he would go to his father in heaven and one day come again in power and great glory to establish God's kingdom. His faith in this future kingdom of God on Earth was rewarded. Jesus said to him, truly, I say to you, you will be with me in paradise, paradise (laughs) where Adam and Eve were first living on the Earth, where plants grew to provide health, pleasure and food, where animals lived in harmony with man. God's future kingdom would indeed be such a paradise lived in not just by two people, it would be for all who follow Jesus faithfully. When Jesus taught about the kingdom of God, he did so against a background of Bible teaching. Let me now share my screen just to show you a few examples of this uh, and to take us forward. So we're going to start just reminding ourselves about King David that we mentioned, the uh, the most successful king of Israel, who established the kingdom, who established Jerusalem as its capital, to whom God promised there would be in future a seed, a descendant, who would rule over his throne forever. And here's what David wrote in one of the Psalms, inspired by God to to talk about what that king would be like, what that king would would be able to do, it says he will have dominion from sea to sea, from the river to the ends of the earth. So a kingdom that will cover the whole earth, a kingdom which will have enough resources to feed its population, a handful of corn in the earth on the top of the mountains, and it will last forever. The whole earth will be filled with his glory. So elsewhere in the psalm, it talks of justice for the poor Uh, of peaceful conditions, uh, of harmony, uh, and of the sort of expectation that you would have if you wanted to create a happy and a just society. The prophets of Israel also wrote about it, uh, inspired by God. Here's from the prophet Isaiah. He talks about the mountain of the Lord's house being established in the top of the mountains. Uh, and all nations shall flow unto it, for of Zion. So Zion is the, is the hill where Jerusalem is situated. Um, so Jerusalem is, is the capital. Zion is, is, is where Jerusalem is. And it's saying that from this capital of this kingdom, God's laws will go out into all the world in order to create this just and fair and contented society. And so the, the nations... Uh, will have to get rid of their armaments. Think of the huge expenditure on armaments uh, in the present day. They'll beat their swords into plowshares. Nation will not lift up sword against nation. Neither shall they learn war anymore. Look at this lovely passage from Isaiah 35 about how those who are uh, struggling, those who are finding life tough, those who are going through difficult times, those who are uh, physically or mentally challenged, will be strengthened, Uh, strengthen the weak hands, make firm the feeble knees, Uh, say to those who are anxious in their heart, be strong, fear not, behold your God will come with vengeance Vengeance, uh, on those who reject God, on those nations that resist and peoples that resist, that will be God's judgment. But he will come to save all those who put their trust in him. Then the eyes of the blind will be opened, the ears of the deaf unstopped, The lame man will leap like a deer and the tongue of the mute sing for joy. No thought here of a health service being overwhelmed. Instead, these problems will be taken away as uh, Jesus and his faithful followers create a world full of uh, contentment, full of blessings, because people are living now according to God's laws. They'll build houses. This is the the population of the earth, the mortal population. They will build houses and inhabit them. They'll plant vineyards, eat the food of them. So people will be secure, uh, have jobs, have work, be productive, be able to support their families because they are being governed by the Lord Jesus Christ and his faithful followers who have been made immortal to share with him uh, in this responsibility to create the kingdom of God. So when Jesus was born, just to emphasize that Jesus is the person that's being spoken of as the the king of this kingdom. Remember how the angel said to Mary, he will be great and be called the son of the highest. The Lord God should give to him the throne of his father, David in Jerusalem will reign over the house of Israel forever. So the people of Israel will be restored will be there In the kingdom, taking part, uh, providing leadership, resources, expertise to the nations of the world and of this kingdom, there will be no end. Well, Jesus (coughs) told his disciples that they were to go into all the world and preach the gospel. So what was the gospel? It was the gospel of the kingdom of God. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. who does not believe will be condemned. So we have a choice to accept the word of God, to accept the gospel of the kingdom of God, or to simply reject it. And uh, at the end, we just will face the condemnation of eternal death. The disciples spoke to Jesus before his ascension, saying, you're going to restore the kingdom right now. He said, no, the gospel is not to be preached first in all the world. But eventually, as the angels told the disciples, after Jesus had gone into heaven, this same Jesus will come again in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. And that's what they preached. And and when on the day of Pentecost, the apostle Peter preached about the hope of Israel uh, and of the wonderful things that uh, God had achieved through his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, and the People assembled before him. And said, "What have we got? What have we got to do?" He said, "Repent, change your attitude, uh, submit to the word of God, and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ." Because he said, "The promise that God has made in times past, in which is now available to, to you, to all who are far off." So that, that's us, isn't it? Uh, the promise of His coming kingdom. So this last uh, passage from. Paul's writing to the Corinthians, sums up really what it's all about. The consequence of Adam's sin is that all die. So we inherit that mortality. But in Christ, the process is put into reverse because Jesus overcame sin. So in Christ, uh, if we've been baptised into Christ, then we have the possibility of being made to live forever but each in his own order. Christ was the first to be raised to eternal life. Afterwards, those who are Christ's at his coming. Then comes the end when he delivers the kingdom to God the Father, when he puts an end to all rule and authority and power. For he must reign till he has put all enemies under his feet. And and elsewhere, we're told that reigning alongside him will be those who have been raised to eternal life to share in this responsibility until finally uh, death itself is destroyed. When all things are made subject to him, then the son himself will be subject to him who put all things under him, that God may be all in all. That's God's glory, filling the earth, the kingdom of God upon the earth. So we're stopping sharing the screen and coming back now to to uh, just finish off our, our thoughts uh, and to uh, perhaps a, a, appeal to you to, to see how this hope is a hope which we can all share in. Um, we, we hopefully have just introduced to you uh, this topic and some of it may seem remarkably strange. You know, you've probably never heard about the idea of Israel being restored and um, So follow up the talk and and find out more about it. Um, We want you to believe what the Bible teaches. And if we do that, uh, then we can both make sense of our lives now and we can look forward to what lies ahead. Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God. And that's what we can do. Well, we're offering a free booklet that deals with the subject very thoroughly, in much more detail than I've been able to do now. Uh, If you've got any feedback, uh, then we'd be delighted to have it, or any questions that you want us to answer, uh, our contact details will follow on your screen. Our own prayer is that we might all be able to pray with understanding that prayer that Jesus taught his disciples, your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven.
0: thank you everyone for joining us today. Um, If you have any questions or comments, um, now really is your opportunity um, to ask us regarding our speaker's talk today. Um, I feel myself that his emphasis was clearly on what the Bible says. And our speaker brought out that hope that is contained in God's word in which we can all share. Um, Just to to let you know that we do stream two classes a week on Facebook. Uh, God willing, these classes are on Sunday at 2.30 and on Thursday evenings at 6.30, where there is a much more in-depth Bible class for those who want to find out more regarding what the Bible says uh, i can let you know that next sunday we hope to have uh, our speaker is john owen and he's going to be talking on what defines your morals that's next sunday the 20th of june at two thirty. If if you haven't heard of the christadelphians before and you'd like to find out a bit more then uh, we invite you to check out our website it's cdvideo.org and if you have a look about in the about tab you'll find many videos and articles about what makes us different from mainstream christianity we're going to continue uh, on zoom for a short time but uh, i'm going to finally say goodbye and thank you for listening to the talk today Brilliant. Yeah. I'm okay. Sorry. It's
1: all... Yeah, that's fine. Sorry, oh, okay, it's okay. okay, Sam. Well, it's yeah. nice to
0: see you, actually. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You had a good I mean, meeting I... this morning? Yeah, it was really nice. Really nice. Yeah, we had Ben Coleman speak uh, at East. He was very oh, good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he spoke on uh, Isaiah 37 as Hezekiah. It was very interesting. Do you stream um, your uh, exhortations online? Uh, Yes, we do. We do. Yeah, yeah. Um, Martin Bullivant will be putting that online sometime this week. Um, We put our Bible classes also. um, They're on our website, but um, uh, East Commentary website. But you can anybody can access them and listen to those talks. Yeah,
1: excellent. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Okay. Okay.
0: Well, uh, yeah. It's a bit quicker than I thought, but never mind. Um, yeah, it's I'm, lovely I'm to see you. Sorry. Well, see at least see you, Sam. Anyway, and um, uh, I hope everything goes all right, and uh, perhaps see you again in the future sometime. No,
1: yeah, be well, good. I'm
0: going to
1: try and do it. I'm going to try and do it a bit later on tonight if I can. Um, okay. It's it's just my PC is so hot and it kept crashing. Well, it wouldn't start this
0: morning.
1: Wow. I don't want to run the risk of that during a live event. It's um, no. a bit of
0: a nightmare. Oh, I've always had the worry that uh, if I'm speaking somewhere on Zoom yeah. and my my system goes down, I'm stuck. So yeah, 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 never mind. It's technology, well, but
1: anyway. What normally happens anyway is that there's probably only yeah. ten people watch it live, but then once yeah. it goes to video anyway, then you get a few, you know, a thousand views or whatever. Yeah. But that, that's normally when people are it you know, in their own time. Yeah. Tuning into life. live. Okay. Yeah. really well, appreciate it.
0: you doing that for us John. Thank you. No problem at all. No problem at all. Nice to uh nice to talk to you anyway and uh and God willing see you in the future sometime. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And Bye. Thanks Bye. Thanks a lot. And, and thanks Sam, thanks for coming on. Yeah.
1: Okay.